0: Bless the Lord who forgives all of our sins, for his mercy endures forever. Will you bow with me in prayer? Eternal God, maker of everything and judge of all that you have made, from the dust dust of the earth you have formed us, and from the dust of death you would raise us up. And by the redemptive power of the cross, Create in us clean hearts and put within us a new spirit that we may repent of our sins and lead lives worthy of your calling. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all the saints and sinners of God said, Amen. And if you would, turn in your hymnal to page number 401 and stand as you are able. Our gospel reading is from Matthew 6. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast... Put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up treasures on earth for yourself, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, Where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. God. Well, for the season of Lent, I think many people have this idea that it's a, a time to simply give something up. And by giving something up, then somehow that's going to allow us to grow closer to God. Although I'm not sure how giving up ice cream is supposed to help me magically grow closer to God. But much of the time, Lent is simply, in a lot of people's minds, a time to deny ourselves without fully understanding why. And so usually people will give up a bad habit for 40 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter, excluding Sundays because Sundays are not included in Lent since they are uh, their own little celebration of Easter. It's kind of like the miracle of the fasting loophole where we can indulge in our bad habits on a day of worship and celebration of the resurrection. I remember a friend of mine who I laughed at all the way through Lent one year, I gave up his dipping tobacco. And he was jumpy and jittery and stressed out all through Lent. And all he could think about was Easter Sunday. And not for the sake of celebrating Easter, though, but a day when he would finally have his tobacco privileges reinstated. And I asked him if giving up his tobacco drew him any closer to God. And he admitted that no, it didn't. It almost got him kicked out of the house, though, since he was a bear to live with, according to his wife. You see, subtracting bad habits from our lives only to pick them up 40 days later is not a formula for a holy life. The purpose of Lent is for us to draw closer to Christ. And we cannot do this by simply subtra- subtracting things. We need to add things. We need to add spiritual disciplines to our lives that will help us to focus upon the Lord. So the question for Ash Wednesday as we begin the Lenten journey is not what will you give up in hopes for a holy life, but what will you add to your life that will give you focus for the Lord. Fasting for the sake of fasting will not make anyone holy will not make you a super-Christian. We subtract through addition. We add spiritual disciplines to give us focus, while at the same time we subtract the things that rob us of our relationship with God and rob us of our relationships with each other. And you know, to receive the ashes is a very public call to repentance, and, if I might say, humility. We hear the Lord as he tells Adam, from dust you came, and from dust you shall return. And we hear Job when he says, I repent in dust and ashes. It is a humble repentance as we realize that Ash Wednesday and the whole Lenten journey is a confession of our deep need for the Lord. It is a confession in tears as we humble ourselves at the feet of Christ, leaning upon him, nothing but his grace and his mercy. So to help us to really focus and to really drill down this Lenten season, the church chooses the words of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount that invite us to prayer, fasting, and giving alms to the poor as a way of giving focus and drawing us closer to the Lord. I think it was John of Damascus who said that a prayer is lifting the heart and the mind up to God. That we, you know, we usually have our hearts and minds just drenched in daily concern and worry, that it's a good thing to stop, take note, and to lift our hearts and minds up into the presence of God for a few moments. And for the season of Lent, might I suggest the listening prayer? An act that is completely out of our control, where we are simply placing ourselves in a space where we can turn off the outside noise, turn off the inside noise, and just sit and listen? Now this does not mean that God will speak. It does mean that you are placing yourself in a space to hear God when he does speak because you will be listening. You might start with a short passage of scripture, paying attention to certain words or a word that really sticks out in your mind and let that be the agenda for your prayer. You could do the same thing with worship music, paying attention to what sticks out in your mind as you turn into your silence. However you choose, it should be a time of intentionally placing yourself in the presence of God. And fasting. Fasting is a spiritual discipline that is really needed in the church It's really needed in any Christian's life, in their regular walk. We live in a culture that knows little of self-discipline. Fasting allows us to say no to that inner child that constantly says, I want what I want when I want. Fasting allows us to turn from the world and to really focus upon the Lord with an ever-increasing intensity. It's a time to pay attention to what really nourishes you versus what is simply passing the time for you. And denying your appetite for food, for entertainment, and for pleasure will give you the opportunity to turn to the Lord and to learn to live not on bread alone, but by every word from the mouth of God. So take one meal out of your day, and during what would normally be that meal time, spend that time in prayer and reading Scripture. Or for a period of six to eight hours, eat nothing and continuously turn to the Lord in prayer during that time. Take an hour or two that you would spend watching TV and spend it in prayer, reading Scripture, or talking to a friend you've not talked to in a long time. And also, think about your attitude, your disposition, and your feelings toward one another. And here are Pope Francis' suggestions that might help us with this. He says, Fast from hurting words and say kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude fast from anger and be filled with patience fast from pessimism and be filled with hope fast from worries and trust in god fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity fast from pressures and be prayerful fast from bitterness And fill your heart with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate to others. And fast from grudges and be reconciled. And fast from words and be silent so you can listen. So, as we begin this Lenten journey, we are not just called inward, we are also called outward. We are called outward to give. Specifically, to give to the poor. And Jesus said, store up for yourself treasure in heaven. Well, how do we do that? Well, we give of ourselves with no benefit or return other than the pure blessing of giving. Might I suggest... uh, giving to the poor over and above what you're already giving. Over the next 40 days, you could have a poor box, and every time you leave the house, put something in. And at the end of Lent, give your offering to a ministry that benefits the poor. Lent should be different for us. There should be a change in us as we go inward that we might learn to live outward. So I pray that during the next 40 days that we would be challenged by the Lord to live a different way, to live his way. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So dear brothers and sisters, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it's because the custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, that there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. During the season, converts to the faith would be prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when persons who had committed serious sins and had separated themselves from the community of faith were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to participation in the life of the church. In this way, the whole congregation was reminded of their mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church to observe a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, to make a right beginning of repentance as we place ourselves before our Creator and our Redeemer. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be a sign of our mortality and penitence, so that we may remember that only by your gracious gift are we given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Come freely to receive the ashes. Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love.
1: According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions.
0: Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from sin. Against you, you only have I sinned and done that which is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless in your judgment.
1: Behold, I was born into iniquity, and I have been sinful since my mother conceived
0: me. Behold, your desire, you desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart.
1: Purge me with this, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter
0: than snow. Make me here with joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice.
1: I have to face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities.
0: Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me.
1: Cast me not away. And take
0: not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit.
1: Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you.
0: Deliver me from death, O God, God of my salvation. And my tongue will single out your deliverance. For you have no delight in sacrifice. Were I to give you a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not
1: despise.
0: And take a few moments to confess in silence. Hear these words of pardon. May the Almighty and merciful God, who desires not the death of a sinner, but that we turn from wickedness and live, accept your repentance, forgive your sins, and restore you by the Holy Spirit to newness of life. Amen. Amen. And uh, let's see for our last hymn, there's been a, a mix up of a little bit. Let's turn to page 395. Uh, Take time to be holy. Will you please stand as you are able. holy Lent and live in His way. So go in peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.